I know you're paying attention to global events as well as what's going on in our nation. War and increased conflict is bubbling up in more places. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. Call Oxford Gold Group right now, and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. 833-995-G-O-L-D. If you're a firearms enthusiast like I am, or you have one in your life, let me tell you about the industry's best-kept secret. Bear Creek Arsenal. This is a veteran-owned and operated gun manufacturer. Bear Creek Arsenal, that is, based in Sanford, North Carolina. They make high-quality firearms at an incredible value. Learn more about Bear Creek Arsenal at bearcreekarsenal.com slash buck. Use promo code buck to get 10% off your first order. One more time, bearcreekarsenal.com slash buck and promo code buck to get 10% off your first order. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? Well, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help you. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. So to save, visit HealthLock.com today. That's HealthLock.com today. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. Welcome in Tuesday edition, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. We have got a lot to track with you throughout the course of the show today. We may, and I stress may, have a new Speaker of the House, Jim Jordan. The vote will begin soon. It appears that on the first ballot, at least so far as what I have been able to read, he is going to be a few votes short. Is there some sort of agreement that comes forward in the second or the third ballot where that can end. Uh, Certainly significant, but as Buck and I have told you for some time, it was likely that we thought Jim Jordan would be the guy, and he may still end up being the guy, but eventually there is going to be a speaker. It's going to be a relatively short-lived speaker tenureship of this Congress because we're all going to be going back to uh, vote by September, October, and into November of next year. And so the House will be, as it is divided very slimly, uh, uh, will be up for grabs. I actually like, in my opinion, if you look at the map, I think Republicans are in better shape to take back control of the Senate, potentially, than they are to expand their margin in the House. And I saw, I was reading, in the last couple of days, Buck, there's only 45 seats that are really considered toss-up seats in any given election season now, and given there's 435 Congress people, basically 90%, barring some massive wave election, of the seats are already defined based on the way that they have been gerrymandered. And so big swings in either direction are becoming increasingly unlikely. You see this uh, on Politico, the headline is, Democrats prepare to chain GOP 
to far right Jordan in 2024, right? So the Democrats are trying to, uh, yeah, no, I, Clay's face says it all for those of you who are watching us, uh, later on on video. I the same, I, I don't think that's going to work. They, the, the quote here is if the hardline Trump ally becomes speaker, it's not like putting a fox in the hen house. It's like blowing up the hen house. I just first of all, can, I, can we disagree? That's kind of funny because it's like it so funny. it's so crazy. But um, beyond that, that's some Democrat who said that to Politico. I give him I give him uh, credit for creativity at least. Uh, but there is something there is something here though, which is you know we talk about Trump Clay a lot in the. Uh, in the context of, you know, can he beat Biden? Well, first, is he going to be the nominee? And, well, I mean, the betting odds have got to be like five or ten to one at this point, right? I mean, it's yeah. it's overwhelming. But is he going to be the nominee? Looks like almost certainly. Um, can he beat Biden? We talk about that. But the, one, By the way, one to five or one to ten? If you can Fox, get Trump, yes, I know. You know I mean. uh, if you get Trump ten to one right now to be the Republican you nominee, you should that. put down every every dollar yeah. that you can uh, scrounge out, every dollar even out of the ca- couch cushions. So, uh, but yes, big so the, favorite, uh, one to five, one to ten. The other part of this, though, is if Trump is the nominee, how does that affect? I mean, you said how many competitive House races really are there? How many competitive Senate races really are there? And how does Trump play into that? My, my sense is Democrats think this is their position. And clearly, I mean, this is the head. Politico is what, if you live in the Beltway, as I used to, and Clay and I will be in the Beltway tomorrow. So if you see somebody who looks like Clay or looks like Buck walking around K Street, it is not a doppelganger. It is actually one of us or both of us. Um, but if you live inside the Beltway and you want to know what the sort of political consensus is. That's what Politico is supposed to be, right? Washington Post and Politico. Those are the two that you read. And for them to push at the very top the notion of Jim Jordan, far-right Trump ally, chaining all the other Republicans to him, they think that Trump is going to be a down-ticket weakness for the other candidates. And they're going to approach those races accordingly. I think everyone should be prepared for that. That's their, that's going to be part of their strategy. I think it takes a long time for a congressional member to be known. Even among Republicans, I think a lot of them have no idea who Jim Jordan is and they had no idea who Kevin McCarthy was, but he was a little bit better known. So the idea that you're going to brand who the House Speaker is in a way that is going to drastically impact now Nancy Pelosi was there for a long time, and she was very forward-facing, and she was well-known at the time because you had Trump as the president, and she was the Speaker of the House trying to go head-to-head with him. So she elevated her name recognition in many ways by being opposed to Trump. I just I don't think the name of the Speaker, whether it's Kevin McCarthy, whether it was Steve Scalise, whether it was Jim Jordan, is going to impact the voting at all. I think it's, it, assuming Trump is the nominee, Trump soaks up so much of the oxygen that the question you asked is the right one. How does Trump impact the turnout in these congressional districts? And also, how much of that is uniparty, right? Like, I'm going Democrat straight down, because what we actually saw is the House of Representatives ran stronger in 20 than Trump did. The Republicans in the House, that is, ran stronger as a collective group than Trump did as the Republican nominee. 
Uh, and so I, I just, I think Trump's going to soak up all the oxygen. I like Jim Jordan. I think he'll be a fine house speaker. The also reality is here, Buck, they're all going to go home by July or August. So we're talking about what a six or eight month speakership at most. This is what I've been saying. And, and as I mentioned, I, I was uh, out in, uh, South Bend, Indiana and, and we did a live event for some of our great, uh, station listeners out there in Indiana. It's my clay. That was my third. Indiana trips specifically for just hanging with the radio audience. I've done three Indiana radio trips. Uh, so there's something special. Where else special. in Indiana did you go? I've been to Fort Wayne twice and South Bend once. Oh. So just saying, I haven't been to Indianapolis, which seems a little bit like an oversight, but put that aside for a minute. I'll have to go check that place out at some point soon. Um, I, I what I said was, uh, to some of the assembled uh, folks there, this is a, a lot of this right now is really about what the future of the party and the party leadership will be starting after the election than it is for what happens right now. Because to your point, you've got a divided government. You've got a Democrat president. Yep. No one wants, I mean, no major legislation is going to get done usually, certainly with a divided government, but in an election year anyway, you're not going to want to have people taking tough votes. Um, so this is really just about positioning now for if we get a red wave, if we get unified Republican control, likely under a Trump presidency, then who's going to be leading that, legis- you know, who's going to be leading that legislative fight? Because in the meantime, it's a little bit of a lame duck speakership is really what yeah. we're seeing. There's not a lot that can get done here either way. And Buck, the Israel situation has even stripped away whatever media attention I think would be focused on the House. I think we're probably getting 10% of the media attention that we would have if they hadn't, Hamas had not, uh, begun the terror attack on Israel. Now, if it stretched on for weeks, then it would say, okay, there's political consequences here. We aren't able to run the House. The, the Congress is not acting, but I, I think it's been relatively under the radar because compared to the terror attack, most people don't really care that much about the drama of who's going to be the next Speaker of the House. So even the idea that removing Kevin McCarthy was going to be some kind of substantially consequ- consequential act, I don't even buy that because of what happened in Israel, and that has completely taken it over. And even now, Buck, with Biden traveling to Israel, and he's going to be there Wednesday, and then he's going to go around the Middle East, and I think all of you kind of are rolling your eyes at how effective that might be, uh, but even with that going on, Buck, it doesn't feel like the House speakership is even going to get that much attention, even presuming that Jim Jordan gets it either today or tomorrow or in the near future. There's also, of course, the biggest story still in the world, which we're all very focused on. We'll be talking more about here on the show. Uh, when is Israel going into Gaza with a full-scale military ground incursion? And is this going to result in a broader conflict in the Middle East that could bring in Hezbollah in Lebanon, Iranian-backed Shia militias in Syria, Iran itself in some capacity, which would likely be IRGC, Iranian Revolutionary Guard Corps uh, forces somewhere. So, you know, this, this, there's the speaker fight, which we talk about, and then, of course, you have war in the Middle East yes. and, and a much... Uh, so, so I, I think even if this were a more consequential legislative discussion than it is, right now everything is overshadowed, and that's the and rightly so overshadowed by 
tensions uh, in the Middle East and and the possibility of this thing, uh, you know, escalating beyond what we've are, what we've already seen. Um, and I know that Republicans, as of this morning on Capitol Hill, Clay, were talking about you know cutting the six billion dollars or blocking access to the six billion dollars. I I can under I understand and appreciate this. That's not going to stop any of the things that are underway right now. So that's mostly a um, a a messaging move more so than anything else, because the preparations that are underway have been underway by the bad guys for a long time. And even if we had the greatest speaker of the House and the greatest political negotiator of all time, it's really hard to get much accomplished when you don't have the Senate and you don't have the White House. So I think everybody out there needs to understand that. Like, we're not dealing with some ability to engage and end up so wildly successful. What, I, I just what don't could think you really, really do? understand that. I mean, you know, it, it would be different if we were in a Clintonian triangulation era where there were things that Republicans and Democrats, there was a middle ground and maybe there were some. I mean, when you look at what Democrats want right now and you look at what Republicans want, there's very little to talk about. Uh, in terms of, uh, you know, major legislation. Yes. They both want to spend a lot of money, which we talked to Senator Johnson about yesterday and how he's hoping we can come up with a way to stop that, by the way. I don't think we will. I, I hope we, we could, or I wish we could. Um, but in the meantime, the Republicans and Democrats are far apart on, I mean, just think about an issue like immigration. Yeah. What does an immigration compromise look like right now with the Democrats? If they were willing to do legislation on this, they, they cannot, do anything that does not involve an effective amnesty or a conveyor belt toward amnesty, and that's a non-starter for Republicans. So what is there to talk about? You know, this is this is the problem we have. And we're on the conveyor belt, sadly. I think many of the people listening to us right now, Buck, at the direction we're going, we're going to be in debt a hundred trillion dollars in a generation. I mean, we were remember when the Tea Party started? We were ten trillion in debt. We're thirty-three trillion dollars now in debt. The history of fiat currency, if you go back and look at it, is discouraging. I, I just will tell you, it is discouraging when governments can print money and get away with it, what eventually happens. It's just yes. historical reality. And so this is the, that's to me the scariest thing that's going on in America right now. You can be scared about the war in Ukraine and whether it might spiral and everything else in the Middle East. We're going to be a hundred trillion dollars in debt in a generation. A hundred trillion. I mean, yeah. I don't even, what comes after a trillion? I'm terrified, Clay, that I may never be able to open a news site again and not see a story about, about Taylor Swift and this football player. <laughs> I cannot. Imagine read. if they get um, married and have kids, then you're really in trouble. I've never, it's, it's like, it's like the Meghan Markle thing. I can't, I'm looking for news. This is not news. Why is this in my feed anyway? Do I click on it? I don't know. Maybe I do. Maybe I don't. Who knows? Look, you worked hard to build your retirement savings, so you should get an investment that delivers consistent returns but doesn't compromise your financial security. Phoenix Capital Group wants to help fuel your growth. You can invest in their corporate bonds through your 401k and IRA to start earning tax-deferred annual returns ranging from 9 to 13%. There are multiple options with different rates and terms to choose from. Phoenix Capital Group is providing investors a new high-yield option investing in domestic energy assets. Start earning these high yields and learn more about multiple offerings today at phxonair.com. Learn more by downloading the free investment packet 
at phxonair.com. You can diversify your investments and earn 9 to 13% annual interest. Before making investment decisions, you should carefully consider and review all risks involved. Visit phxonair.com today. One truth revealed after another. Clay, Travis, and Buck Sexton. Grand Canyon University, a private Christian university in beautiful Phoenix, Arizona, believes that we're endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. GCU believes in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. GCU equips you to serve others in ways that promote human flourishing and create a ripple effect of transformation for generations to come. By honoring your career calling, you impact your family, your friends, and your community. Change the world for good by putting others before yourself to glorify God. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU's online, on-campus, and hybrid learning environments are designed to help you achieve your unique academic, personal, and professional goals. With over 330 academic programs as of September 2023, GCU meets you where you are and provides a path to help you fulfill your dreams. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Let it flourish. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University, private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu. If babies in their mother's womb could speak, what would they say? In the absence of words, they share the sounds of their heart beating, telling you they're alive and growing. An unborn baby's heart is already beating at just three weeks. By five weeks, you can hear that heartbeat on ultrasound, and that's where Preborn's network of clinics step in. Preborn is the country's largest provider of free ultrasounds, and every day they rescue 200 babies' lives by connecting expectant mothers and children. Those are pregnant mothers deciding on life or abortion. Most often they choose life. For just $28, you can provide one free ultrasound to help save a child's life. $140 will help rescue five babies' lives. Donate via cell phone, dial pound 250, and say the keyword baby. That's pound 250 baby. Visit preborn.com slash buck. That's preborn.com slash B-U-C-K. Preborn has a 100% charity rating. Sponsored by Preborn. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. We're going to be diving into the latest on the uh, situation in Israel, Gaza, uh, coming up here. But right now, you got votes coming in live as we're speaking to you. Uh, for Jim Jordan for speaker. 
uh, I'm sorry, quorum has been called. So, uh, you know, they're, they're gathered for the votes, I should say. Um, uh, but that process is underway. So while we're on air, we will have a, a live real time update for you on whether Jim Jordan has been elected speaker. It's funny. The last time there was a speaker battle, we both, I think, told Jim on the show, Hey, why don't you be speaker? And he was all like, Oh, no, no, you know, I, Kevin will be great, you know, whatever. Uh, but here we are. Um, I, my guess, Clay, not that it matters, kind of a, an, an irrelevant prediction, but I don't think he'll get it on the first one, but I think he'll get it on a later vote. There'll be some wheeling and dealing. Uh, I do think the bigger, we talked about how this is for leadership starting in 2024, really, you know, and, and the election is going to play a huge role in all this. Part of this, and I think this is a, an important aspect of the discussion right now is, what does this mean for right now, as in this year or this coming year, I should say? What does this mean for the election that's coming up? Mike Barnacle, I guess he's an MSNBC guy, right? Mike Barnacle. He says Jim Jordan getting elected means, well, here it is. They are defining themselves and aligning themselves with a person who did yeoman's oh work on trying to tip over the Constitution of the United States on January 6th did yeoman's work on trying to ignore the elected, the official to the United States, denial of the uh, right of that incoming president to take office. They're about to do all of that, and that means the official end sooner rather than later of the Republican Party in the House of Representatives because the prediction would be Jim Jordan, the speaker, is going to guarantee that the House is going to be Democratic. I no. I don't I don't buy it. This isn't like I don't like it. Like you and I don't like what he's saying or don't agree with what he's saying. But I also just don't think that's right. I don't think Jim Jordan strikes anybody who's re- even vaguely reasonable as an extremist. I mean, the guy doesn't even wear a suit jacket. How can you not trust that? Uh, one, most people don't know who Jim Jordan is on the left. So they would have to work so hard to demonize him, which is what they're trying to do over the next eleven months in order to make a big difference in terms of electoral turnout. Two, Trump soaks up all the oxygen. They can try to turn Jim Jordan into uh, the the worst human being on the planet and a, a, a despot. This is a guy. But I got to know, you know how I got to know Jim Jordan? Jim Jordan invited me to come uh, speak to his House subcommittee on the power of big tech to determine what you saw on your social media feeds based on the data we had at OutKick. To me, and I know Jim really well at this point, he has been phenomenal at trying to fight big tech companies to ensure that we have an even playing field on the First Amendment. That's what I think he's most defined by. Now, he's also been incredibly uh, defending of Donald Trump over all these ridiculous uh, accusations against him, but he's been right on all that. And he's a pretty normal dude. Yeah, I I don't see it. So if you're, I mean, if you're, if you're opposed, if you were a fighter for Trump during the Russia collusion era and you were right on everything, that makes you a a, a bad person. I know they're also bringing up January 6th, but I'm like, what, what are they saying that Jim Jordan did for January 6th? What's the, I, I, it's not often I know the people who are going to be in positions of power well on a personal level. I'm very confident in Jim Jordan doing a great job just based on our personal relationship. We've talked about how Israel builds their defense forces, drafting 18 and 19 year olds for two years of service, having them as reservists until the age of 40. In our country, our military is 100% volunteer based. These are men and women who raise their hands to sacrifice for the country. 
And when they're done serving, they come back to a tight job market, high cost of living. That's a tough on-ramp for anybody. That's why it's good to see a private company like Pure Talk jumping in to help. They're going to donate $10 million to help alleviate veteran debt by Veterans Day. After one week, they're on the way there, but it's based on your sign-ups that that money is helping to be donated. You can sign up today and help that $10 million in debt eradication by dialing pound 250 saying Clay and Buck to switch to Pure Talk today. Again, that's pound 250. You'll save a bundle and do some good. Pound 250. Welcome back in. Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. Appreciate all of you hanging out with us. Uh, let's play this cut, Buck, because there does seem to be a huge amount of blowback on Democrats for helping to support Hamas uh, on the left and arguing that their actions are justified and refusing to condemn terrorism. And so you knew that the shift, they were going to try to find a way to shift the blame, right? Um, and this is what was airing on MSNBC last night. Evidently, a deranged and crazy person killed a young Muslim kid. I'm not sure what state this happened in, but just for the record, don't kill anyone. Because MSNBC says conservative talk radio is to blame for that death. Listen. Who wakes up in the morning and thinks, I'm going to kill a kid today? I'm not just going to kill a kid. I'm going to stab the kid to death. Stab them 26 times. What kind of hate makes someone do that? It's not hate you're born with. It's hate you're taught. And I do not believe it was a coincidence that NBC News is reporting tonight that this alleged killer was an avid listener of conservative talk radio. We have heard some vicious and vile anti-Palestinian rhetoric, dehumanizing rhetoric. Some would say genocidal. What does it mean to flatten, level an area where two million people live? That is the kind of rhetoric that in many cases prompts people to acts of terror. I, I would want to know if he would apply this same... Um you know, smearing of, of, of a whole like range of people politically. Does, does he extend this beyond just, uh, the rules that he's created for talk radio? What I mean is, um, who is responsible in the pro Palestinian, pro Hamas media for the mass casualty terror attack that Israel just suffered? Because they say Israel's an apartheid state. They say Israel is a, is a racist and, and dehumanizing and destructive force in the Middle East. And this is constant. A constant refrain from college professors, as we've seen. We hear what the some of these college students are saying. So are they responsible then for what happened for the 1,400 Israelis who were brutally murdered by terrorist psychopaths? Because we, we have to establish what the standard is here. Is there a standard or is this just the ultimate cheap shot from a cheap shot artist about something that every decent human being condemns and no decent human being would ever say anything but it's horrible? This is, to me, representative of the anecdote-driven media news cycle, which I think has been co-opted and owned to a large extent by the left because they take one outlier incident and they then try to argue that it is representative for millions of other people, tens of millions of other people. I mean, this is George Floyd, right? In the history books, I hope they will look at this and say, yeah, the George Floyd incident 
deserve to be examined as any allegation of police impropriety and illegality deserves to be investigated and examined. But it was in no way representative of the interactions that most people go through on a day-to-day basis with police forces. And we have created, I think social media has really created this world buck where a video goes viral, something bad happens, and people decide that 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 bad video has to represent, you have to destroy whatever edifice created one bad video. And we don't build back up. So we decided that police were evil, and I don't mean you and, and me and the people who are listening, but as a collective United States, we decided that police were awful. Buck, they tried to take the freaking Paw Patrol puppy off of television. They took cops off of the television broadcast networks because of the George Floyd video. Every place that you ever bought dog food from decided they had to send you an email letting you know they stood with Black Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter raised tens of millions of dollars, and the founder ended up buying a few million, a uh, few multi-million dollar houses. And the people who actually lost out from all of this tearing down of the police support structure were primarily black and brown people in America. Well, now you've got 13, 1,400 innocent Israelis who were brutally murdered. And the interesting thing about that Madi Hassan MSNBC uh, take is, did he have that take about Hamas? Because somebody taught Hamas and somebody taught all those individuals in Gaza that they needed to wipe Israelis off the planet. And he didn't talk about that. He talks about one probably mentally ill person who made an awful decision. In case anybody out there listening on the radio show is uncertain, let me just be clear about this. Don't kill anyone. Both Buck and myself, regardless of how angry you might get, regardless of how justified you might feel, we don't want you to kill anyone. All yes, right. We are, we are opposed we are to anti- violence against against yes. innocents of, of any kind. Yes. And we are anti-death, we... uh, anti-murder. Uh, so if there was any, if you were out there, you're like, boy, I don't know. I was listening to Clay and Buck this morning. I wasn't really sure whether they were opposed to murder or not. We are very this anti-murder. A, a, it's a but massive, this is a lie, look, right? it's a massive but, cheap shot. It's what the, they, the left is looking for this moment in time because in part, there is a rising sense right now. Uh, we played that Bill Maher clip yesterday that the anti-Semitism, anti-Israeli feeling on the left, it's not all of the Democrat Party, but it's a big chunk of the Democrat Party. We were just saying maybe in the 20 percent range, if you had yeah. to guess. And that's that's a real uh, a real moral problem, I think, for Democrats uh, insofar as they think about morality and being on the, the right side of history and all that kind of stuff. So they're looking right now for, see, the right wing is actually where the bad stuff happens. No, the right in this country is is effectively uniform. I mean, there are, I know there are some, there are always some outliers somewhere, okay? We're speaking in very general terms. But the institutional conservative Republican movement is entirely supportive of Israel's right to both exist and to defend itself. Those things go hand in hand. They, it cannot exist if it is unwilling or unable Correct. to defend itself. Um, and it's, it, I, I think we might even have some, I think it's worth getting into. You know, AOC was being pushed on CNN last night about her calls for a ceasefire. And to a lot of people, this would be a little bit like, you know, it, it, if someone, 
um, if there was an invasion into the United States of some foreign power and they killed a bunch of Americans and they still existed and they still, you know, this, this entity, I won't even say what the country is, doesn't matter, but they were still a threat to us. We're going to call a ceasefire then? Like after 9-11, are we going to call a ceasefire with Al Qaeda? Are we going to say, you know what, Al Qaeda, what you did is horrible, but let's talk this out. No. We, we live I, in the real world. There must be consequences for these actions, not only because justice demands it, but because you can have no security. I mean, the notion, a, a, a ceasefire now? Did you oh, hear yeah. some of the stuff she's, now she wants a ceasefire, right? No, uh, I, I think the way to think about it too, Buck, is what would we do if a Mexican cartel group came across the southern border and executed 1,300 Americans? Just, I mean, just think about, in, in like, the, and that's not even with the idea of the Mexican cartel being like the United States doesn't deserve to exist. We believe in the extermination. But just think, if any group crossed our southern border and murdered over a thousand people, somewhere in Texas, somewhere in Arizona, somewhere across the border, imagine what would happen if any American politician said, well, yeah, they did that, but we shouldn't respond. Let's give peace and make a chance. Sure they never do it again. Let's right. talk Let's to the cartels. Maybe the, maybe the cartels have yeah. something worth have hearing right now. That's effectively what some yes. of these Democrats are doing. That's right. And and it's it's sick. Like there's something wrong with with this thinking. I mean, something deeply. There's a deep rooted, deep seated. Um, they, they you know they would certainly not call for this under other circumstances. It's interesting. That, you know, there's an entirely different set of moral rules that the left um, ascribes to Hamas and the Palestinian cause. Uh, it's like this: there's a suspension of what would be true in all other circumstances of international relations, of all other circumstances of national security. So, and and I we're seeing some of why that is, right? We've talked about this: anti-colonialism, racism, um, uh, anti-Semitism. These forces all come together in this noxious cocktail of lunacy when it comes to. The Palestinian issue at Hamas. We'll, we'll come back to this. Also, want to take some of your calls on it. 800-282-2882. To all my fellow gun owners out there, look, I am going to be uh, back down in Florida so I can actually go out to the range. But here's the problem. A lot of time the range is booked and it takes me a little while to get out there. Uh, you know, sometimes you get, you get lightning so you can't actually be out there. I go to an outdoor range mostly. So when I want to keep my skills sharp, what do I do? Well, there's a way to do dry fire practice safely at home and to get your skills improving while you're at home, the Mantis X system. It's a no ammo, all electronic way to improve your shooting accuracy. It attaches to your firearm like a weapon light. Then your Mantis X connects to your phone and the Mantis X app. That's how you keep track of your progress. You can use it at home in a safe space or at the range instead of expensive ammo. The Mantis X gives you data-driven, real-time feedback on your technique. It measures your scores and suggests drills and courses that'll help you improve. The Mantis X is a must-have for every gun owner. Start improving your shooting accuracy today. Get yours at MantisX.com. That's M-A-N-T-I-S-X.com. Subscribe to CNB 24-7 and never miss a minute of Clay and Buck while getting behind-the-scene access to special content for members only. Grand Canyon University, a private Christian university in beautiful Phoenix, Arizona, believes that we're endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. GCU believes in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. GCU equips you to serve others in ways that promote human flourishing and create a ripple effect of transformation for generations to come. 
By honoring your career calling, you impact your family, your friends, and your community. Change the world for good by putting others before yourself to glorify God. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU's online, on-campus, and hybrid learning environments are designed to help you achieve your unique academic, personal, and professional goals. With over 330 academic programs as of September 2023, GCU meets you where you are and provides a path to help you fulfill your dreams. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Let it flourish. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu. If babies in their mother's womb could speak, what would they say? In the absence of words, they share the sounds of their heart beating, telling you they're alive and growing. An unborn baby's heart is already beating at just three weeks. By five weeks, you can hear that heartbeat on ultrasound, and that's where Preborn's network of clinics step in. Preborn is the country's largest provider of free ultrasounds, and every day they rescue 200 babies' lives by connecting expectant mothers and children. Those are pregnant mothers deciding on life or abortion. Most often, they choose life. For just $28, you can provide one free ultrasound to help save a child's life. $140 will help rescue five babies' lives. Donate via cell phone. Dial pound 250 and say the keyword baby. That's pound 250 baby. Visit preborn.com slash buck. That's preborn.com slash B-U-C-K. Preborn has a 100% charity rating. Sponsored by Preborn. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. Welcome back in to Clay and Buck. Um, yesterday, I, I had to run to a dentist appointment. So at the very end of the show, Clay was uh, was solo at the helm, which happens sometimes. Um, I, I took the New York City subway system. Everything was fine. Um, it feels like after thousands of subway rides over my life, Clay, now given all the stuff that's been going on, it's like, oh, is this everything going to be okay? It's like some kind of adventure, but no, it's fine. Um, but Clay was solo. So I didn't know about this until I looked in our inbox. He mentioned teaching his son, uh, your, that's your, your oldest boy, obviously, right? Your oldest, my boy, oldest is 15. It'll to, be 16 next year to be able to drive and, uh, are I mean, there's so many that we can't even really get into how many emails have come in at this point. I mean, I, I've this is like the response when we ask for dog photos or something. Like it's just totally flooded. I, I couldn't believe Buck. As soon as I got off the air, 
my own personal email inbox started blowing up. I guess a lot of you have my personal email address. And then also the Clay and Buck, like, thank you for all the advice. I, I have never taught anybody how to drive a car. Yeah. Um, and so many of you out there have got kids, grandkids. Uh, I also heard from a lot of you that were taught by your parents, like what you found to be the most uh, advantageous way to learn the lessons that were given what to are, you. Like, I mean, so I have, I actually was told this by a friend, and I learned to drive pretty early for a New York City kid. I knew people that didn't learn in New York City until they got to be 18, 19. I started yeah. in high school. I think I was 16, uh, and I think I had a license by the time I was 17. Um, but I, uh, I remember a friend told me, something early on when when you know because he, he had i think he had his full license or maybe we both had our permits i can't remember but he said his dad told him never change your speed for anybody go at the pace that you feel safe going whether it's a lane you know whether it's like the speed on the highway yeah when going you know entering a lane of oncoming he's like don't get nervous and let someone else dictate your driving you drive at the pace you feel safe and comfortable. I, I thought that was very good early, early stage advice. The two best pieces of driving advice I have gotten that I remember, cause I'm thinking about it now, cause I'm gonna teach, I'm teaching my 15 year old, hey, how do you, he's got a learner's permit so he can drive with me in the car, his mom in the car. Um, one is, and, and obviously where you live factors in on this, but don't change lanes when you are changing lanes into another lane's blind spot. Is that confusing? If you have the choice, let's say you're in the far left, and you it has to be obviously like three lanes of, of, of traffic or two lanes of traffic or whatever. When you're moving, because somebody else could be coming on the opposite side of you, so if you're in the yeah. far left and you come into the middle lane, don't move when you're in the blind spot of the person in the right lane because they could be coming across. I... I I'm staggered. Don't sit. And then also on the blind spot, don't sit in someone's blind spot. I'm stunned. Like either pass them or fall back. I'm stunned by the number of people that will just get in the blind spot and just stick there. So, you know, over time that becomes confusing. And then the other one was if you're turning across and somebody waves you across, don't go until you can confirm you're okay to go. You ever sit in traffic where you're letting somebody come across, sure. but you can't see, and somebody's like, oh, you can go? I've seen so many people just get T-boned because they get waved through and they don't go as fast, or the person giving them the advice isn't seeing it. Yeah. Um, those are like major no-nos that I've kind of picked up on uh, and was taught uh, that I think are useful. Another basic, this is a little bit of a different car safety tip, but you always, when you come to a stop, if you can... Especially if you're in a, this is really for when you're in an urban area. You want to be able to see the back wheels of the car in front of you because that means you have the space to maneuver should you need to mm. if you're at a red light or something else. If you go right up to the bumper, somebody comes up to your car. We know we're going to DC clay. We're not yep. going to be driving there, but a lot of carjackings happen. Basic safety, uh, for, especially if, you know, if you're overseas, you're in a sketchy place. You want to leave enough space so you can see the back wheels of the car in front of you because that gives you the ability to rapidly maneuver without having to hit reverse or anything else. Um, uh, I, I think that, yeah, don't change your driving speed for any anybody else. That's that's obviously um, important. 
don't, and that also means like, don't let someone make you go faster on the high, you know, people that are tailgating yeah. you, don't let them speed you up and speed you up. Cause I think that's a common thing that can happen to, you know, we're talking about early, everyone who's listening to this, who's been driving for 30, 40 years, you know, this isn't for you, but for anyone who's either teaching their kids or, or themselves, you know, we got some, we have some young listeners. Um, I think that's an important one. I'll also say in, in South Florida, um, I'm not exaggerating when I say it is entirely in the Miami metro area. It is entirely acceptable and expected for people to go over a hundred miles an hour on the highway and, and, and switch lanes constantly without <laughs> using any turns. Like I'm the old man who's like, there's no one use signals here. I've never seen people drive so fast and care so little about the speed of their lane changes without letting anyone know as I have in South Florida. It's crazy. It, it is wild. I've noticed that in South Florida, how fast people drive. You mentioned D.C. driving. I never had a car for the most part that I was in D.C. A lot of D.C. college kids don't because it's relatively hard to find parking or it's expensive. Buck, uh, I think the most challenging thing that a lot of people have to do is parallel park when they're learning. And yeah. that is I'm that's like, you know, advanced thesis degree for teaching my kid. I'm, I'm not starting with parallel parking. I pride myself on my parallel parking. This happened in D.C. when I was in college, Buck. Three different women, grown women, not like college age women, stopped me on the sidewalk and asked me to parallel their, their parallel park their car for them. Have you ever heard of that happening? Uh, that's no, not, that's, I, I've, never, I know, I've actually I know never it, heard of that happening to anybody. Happened to I don't know if times? anybody else. I I don't know what makes people see me and think one that kid looks really trustworthy. Two, he looks like an incredible parallel parker. Three different times when I was a college kid in D.C., because you have to parallel park a lot on the street. Three different, I swear to you, three different times walking on GW's campus. These are grown women. It's not like it was like a, a pickup right. attempt or anything. They asked me, they said, I'm sorry, I just, I can't get parked here. Can you please park this car for me? They now everybody's like, stealing know, cars. An oh, ice cream I nailed or something? I, or no, I nailed it. I don't know. I'm an incredible parallel parker. But somehow it just must have been off in the cosmos. Since 9-11, the Tunnel to the Towers Foundation has been committed to supporting our nation's first responders and veterans. Heroes who put their lives on the line for our communities and our country. Heroes like U.S. Army Major Jonathan Turnbull. He sustained devastating injuries at the hands of an ISIS suicide bomber, the complete loss of his left eye, a puncture to his right eye, and he needed more than 20 surgeries and countless hours of rehabilitation. Tunnel to Towers paid off his mortgage and gave Major Turnbull a specially adapted smart home designed for his needs. He moves around his home more easily now. His home also gives him hope. With help from people like you, the foundation supports families like the Turnbulls. Join Tunnel to Towers in supporting America's heroes, our nation's severely injured veterans and first responders, homeless veterans, Gold Star families, and the families of fallen first responders. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. 95 cents of every dollar goes directly to their programs. Grand Canyon University, a private Christian university in beautiful Phoenix, Arizona, believes that we're endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. GCU believes in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU provides a path to help you fulfill your dreams offering over 330 academic programs as of September 2023. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University, private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu. 
If you've got a military, first responder, emergency medical, or government service background, GovX.com is for you. You stepped up to serve our country and communities, and GovX delivers unbeatable deals that you've earned. GovX.com is the only site built exclusively to honor your service. Members save on epic brands and the gear they need for their on- and off-duty lives. You'll get incredible savings on tickets to live sports events, theme parks, and other entertainment. You can even save on travel, hotels, rental cars, cruises, and more. See if you qualify. Visit GovX.com. It's easy and totally free. Use code BUCK in the shopping cart to get an extra $15 off your first order. GovX, savings for those who serve. 